<laughs> so we uh, we took it. I ended up getting pulled over, and we ended up in an IKEA parking lot in Ireland. In Ireland, he was going to propose, and so I look at it. I look up. He asks me. I go, "Yes." Wait, what? I was just shocked. I just, I it was it was happening so fast. I was like. I need to process that. Wait, what is happening right now? He said so many guys will be like, I would die for my wife and I would like jump in front of a bullet. And he was like, would you though? Because you complain about taking out the trash. It's not my life. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Not My Life podcast, everybody. It's not my life I live, but Christ who lives in me. I'm your host, Kale McCarthy. And if this is your first time clicking on the podcast, I'm so happy that you decided to trust me with your ears today. I do release episodes every Not My Life Monday. And yeah, today I was able to speak with two amazing wells of wisdom, David and Summer Sonic. And yeah, I'm not going to spoil too much, but here is my conversation with them. Summer and David, welcome to the podcast. So happy to have you. I've been so excited. Um, I, before we get into anything, this is the first thing that I want to ask you. Yeah. Because the podcast is called Not My Life Podcast, what is one word and why to describe how your life is going right now? Oh, I would say Restful. Restful. Just came back from Ireland. Our longest vacation in the seven years of us being married. Really? First time overseas, second time out of the country together. And I would say it is the most restful thing for your soul to go to Ireland and just see the nature, all the hills. Mm. All the sheep. All the sheep. All the the trails. All the trails. It's just amazing. Sheep. Um, Summer. What do you, David? Oh my gosh, you're matching sweaters. Oh yeah. yeah. What's uh material is that? Sheep. Sheep. It's wool. Wearing sheep. It's wool. It's wool. Yeah, 100 percent wool. From Ireland. From Ireland. From Irish, Irish sheep. Wool. From Ireland. From free roaming Irish sheep. Free roaming <laughs> yes. Irish sheep. They're beautiful. Oh my gosh. And I'm just sitting Quite here lovely. wondering why you didn't bring me a matching sweater from Ireland. Yeah, instantly regretting that. Mm. Yeah. That would have been a good... I didn't get the memo. Yeah. I didn't get the memo, but I'm repping Jesus Christ today. So. Oh, there, oh, there you, you go. go. Summer, what about you? One word and why to describe how your life's going right now. Adventurous. Mm. We're in a new season where I have... I'm managing our estate. Mm. Our home. <laughs> that sounded so bougie coming I out of your mouth. Managing our estate. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not working a normal nine to five job anymore, but I'm staying home and mm. taking care of our house. And because you, yes, you worked at the food bank. Yes, I worked at the food bank. bank. Mm-hmm. And we're just simplifying life and it's a new adventure for us. Mm. So I'm really excited. And I know you talked about your house, but something weird to tie in with that. Uh, Summer and David are Ruby, my dog's aunt and uncle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, proud. Two of her favorite people. Proud of you, uncle. Very proud. <laughs> because you said your house, I was like your small, quaint little house that is so welcoming to my baby Aww. Ruby. Yes. Um, yes. And I was I just talking. Mm. She's already nine years old. Whoa. And then when I go to college, she's gonna be aging faster. So I'm. Uh, 
like, I can't leave my dog. dog. I'm like, Benny, he'll age slower. My parents, whatever. But Ruby, no. Anyways, Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) Ireland. Tell me about it. What was one of your favorite parts in Ireland besides the fresh air and the astroturf looking grass? Oh, it was beautiful. The people and the views. The people are lovely. They're welcoming, Mm -hmm. hospitable. They're witty. Like, so funny. Witty. Witty. I said that song. McCarthy. McCarthy. (laughs) Yes. The food is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. What about you? I would say the best... I would say it's it is like the slow pace. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like there's uh, no one drives a speed limit. Everyone drives under the speed limit on the left side of the road too, huh? On the left side of the road, mm-hmm. so you're like forced to go. We would watch our Google Maps estimated times increase <laughs> when normally here we drive like 20 miles over the speed limit to see it decrease. Uh-huh. But over there, you'd like be like, oh, right, we're gonna get there by like 10:30, and then you're driving, you're like, now it says 10:32. Now it says 10:40, and it's just because <laughs> everyone just drives slow. Taking the time. roads are like very narrow so you have to like drive there's not a lot of room to pass each other so it like forces you to just kind of like <laughs> slow down like everyone walks everywhere in towns mm-hmm. like rarely do you see people like driving in these small towns that you drive through and i bet that was nice because it's your vacation and you want to slow down anyways oh and yeah we need to be for we need to be forced to slow down so mm. it was really good for us yeah oh, but we, we, also we rented a automatic vehicle we reserved an automatic vehicle. Like over 90% of their vehicles are manual, like stick shift. Oh, okay. And we got there with like 20 other people at this rental car place and they had no automatic vehicles. It was uh, only manuals. So do you, either of you know how to drive a manual? I drove a manual in high school, which was ten over 10 years ago. Um, uh, so, and David's never driven a manual. You're like, what's a clutch? Oh, so, seriously. Yeah, it was trouble. So we, uh, we took it. I ended up getting pulled over. And we ended up in an Ikea parking lot. In Ireland? In Ireland. I stalled mm-hmm. out so many times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These the, Americans. The, the police officer was like, are, are you okay? <laughs> no, really, though. Are you, are you okay? We're like, yeah, I just don't know how to drive stick anymore. <laughs> so we ended up. Uh, what did you drink at the pub? <laughs> <laughs> like, That's probably what he was right. thinking. <laughs> Uh, miraculously, we ended up in an Ikea parking lot and got an automatic vehicle. There's Ikeas over there. There are, yes. Are they big or small oh, and quaint like huge. everything else in Ireland? Oh, they're, no, they're big. It was huge. It looked like an Ikea in Detroit. Yeah, or, yeah. in our area. It was, it was crazy. But we stopped at the Ikea because it was. we actually took a wrong turn. We were going to get on the highway, <gasps> and we took an early turn, found ourselves in an Ikea parking lot, and we're like, let's just grab something to eat. Mm-hmm. Let's grab a coffee. Ikea just, food hits. Yeah. We're oh. like, let's just chill and just take a minute. And I'm For so fun. glad we did because <laughs> we were actually trying to attempt to drive across Ireland, which was a three-hour drive. It's only three hours across the whole thing? Yeah. Uh, well, not long. Like, yeah. Across. West yeah. to east. Yeah. East it's west. quite small, but it was full of hills, which we weren't aware of. And very narrow roads with no shoulders. Yeah. And so we, it was, a, it was an act of God that we pulled into this parking lot because then we try we're like let's just get some food we were like this is not going well we tried to take turns learning to drive manual in the ikea parking lot Ooh, and like, let's was practice just, oh it was so bad we ended up like just breaking down bawling and then we, <laughs> we just cried we, really we oh yeah Literally, we were yeah. like this is not fair like we can't drive <laughs> this and we're realizing how dangerous 
it will be for us to be on the road. If you don't know how to fully operate. Oh, well, yeah. And we I stalled could... out in the middle of intersections. Oh, yeah. And we could ge- barely get out of first gear. Well, there was one was time so we, we couldn't figure out how to do reverse in the car. <laughs> so we, Summer literally popped it into neutral and I pushed it. Stop as it. As she turns, because we had right. to get, we no. turned down this dead end. <laughs> And there's no way to turn it back. We had to back up. And so it is not like riding a bicycle. It's no. not. Oh, I know. <laughs> the first, the only time I've been irate in my life is when my dad took me to the high school parking lot, trying to teach me how to drive a car that I was going to buy for my, oh, and I was like, feather a clutch. I kept, yep. and I'm yes. like, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh. And he's like, Oh, keep trying. I said, if you want me to be happy and not let any of my anger out on you, let's go home and you can drive us home. <laughs> Like, I'm not doing this. Oh. this. The interior is very nice, but no. 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 Hard pass. So we prayed. We actually text my mom and we're like, you need to pray for travel favor and for us to get an automatic. Because we're like, we're about to scrap the whole vacate. Like, we're trying to figure out what to do. Right. Because we're like, we can't make it to our Airbnb. We can't even drive. So we're like, do we, we're going to get a hotel and just try and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, spend the night, figure it out and figure it out in the morning. Well, we ended up calling the rental place and we're like, we're nine minutes away. You need to come pick, you need to send someone to pick up this car because we're not driving. Right, right. And we were about to just leave the keys in the car and walk away. <laughs> we're like, just so done. And they actually were like, funny enough, uh, we got one automatic car no. that was returned and we have one of our guys driving out to you and we know where that Kia is. Okay, but when Miss Eileen steps in and prays, oh, you know that yeah. things yeah, are going to yeah. start changing. Yes. We were like, this is Come such on. a crazy prayer to pray. But and there were no automatics like in the entire city available yeah. because there were so many people that had... But one shows up for you guys. One shows up. And oh, that- we called one rental place and the guy laughed. He laughed. He was like, like, oh, are you serious? (laughs) He was like, you're not getting an automatic. He was like, it's St. Patrick's Day. I didn't know that, like, when you go over to Ireland, it's just literally, like, manuals. Yeah. Like. And they're on the left side. So that's what made it so, so much worse is the shifter is on the left-hand side. So I'm shifting with Uh, my left hand Uh, and driving, like, trying to pay attention to their different traffic laws. So is everybody left-handed in Ireland then? No, but they're driving on the left-hand side of the road. And their steering wheels on the right hand side, so it was. What? Yeah, it, was, it ended up being such a fun story. Good, that you can just tell your kids one day too. Yes, and there like, was oh. so many blessings. We every it, it made you appreciate the little things. Where like during the whole trip, we just kept like rubbing the dash of the car being like thank you god for this we would see like this beautiful (laughs) mountain and we'd be like thank you god for letting us see this mountain thank you for thank you automatic car for bringing us here (laughs) (gasps) oh my gosh i remember i did that one time i was literally out of gas and tell me why there was a gas station if i would have went the other way but i thought in my mind that the only gas station was if i get on the highway this way and loop around to marshall this way and I was like rubbing the dash. I was like, Jesus, get us there. You know, there was like three other people in the car. And then I get to the gas station. I'm, just like, I'm like, wait, literally like right next to me, if I would have turned the corner, there was a gas station. <laughs> I'm like, all of that for no reason. No. Oh, gosh. Summer. Airport. Yes. Okay, so we get off of the airport in Dublin and we're waiting for our rental car shuttle to pick us up. And mm-hmm. we meet this couple. They were from New York and they had New York accents and... We were supposed to go to this specific gate, like F-18 or something Mm -hmm. like that, for our shuttle to pick us up. And we're both like wandering around. And David looks at this couple and he's like, are you looking for F-18? And they're like, yeah, are you guys looking for that? 
gate and we're like yeah we can't find it there's no signs for it but there's arrows pointing in the general direction that we're at Uh so we're like waiting for our like our shuttle and somebody else takes our shuttle so we're it's like pouring rain and we're trying to get the shuttle and this couple is like i think we're supposed to go this way so we go find our shuttle and this couple um in front of us tries to take the shuttle and the new york couple is like no 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 this couple with us and us we're next in line get out of the car get out of the car we're going to the shuttle place (laughs) So what did just, those people going into the shuttle? Oh, they got out. They were like, oh, okay. Okay, like, okay. <laughs> but it was just like, we instantly made the, friends with them. Oh, and yeah, it they was were like, the best. Did you end up seeing them later or no? They no, just, we didn't. But we rode to the car rental place with them. Like, yeah. Yep. New Yorkers. Yep. It was great. That is so funny. Okay. So I brought you both here today to really ask you about this. Um, oh, gosh. Here we go. I want to hear about your guys' love story. Our love story. I want from... It's my favorite love okay, story. Okay, I want to hear how y'all met. And I want to hear from David's point of view and your point of view. And I want to hear the whole rundown. You go, you go first. You first. I'll fill, in first? The, yeah, I'll fill in the cat. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'll oh, correct man. you if you're off. <laughs> Did you say you've been together seven years? We've been married seven years in May. Okay, but where has the time gone really though? Like where has the time gone? I, I don't no know. Idea. Because I remember when you guys were married, I didn't go to your wedding for some reason. I didn't go, but I wanted to go. Your parents were there. Yeah. It was I was little probably. I was like <laughs> no, it was a no kids wedding, you know. Oh, yeah, we were <laughs> Don't bring <laughs> Don't bring those little slocum girls. No. Don't bring Yeah. We wasn't were it like, in the front of the church like in yeah. those woods in yeah. that pretty woods. spot? Yeah. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. That literally doesn't feel like 7 years ago though. I know. I know. Insane. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. We met in 2014. At, oh my gosh. Yes. At oh. Young Adults, our Young Adults, group, like our college Yolts. group. And actually the first time that we hung out or spent any time together was at our church's kids camp. Mm. And we, there was another like two people and then David and I, we were playing Euchre and we ended up being Euchre partners by chance. Um, like the card game. Uh-huh. The Michigander card game. The Michigander. Yes. And I was actually taking a year off of dating to mm-hmm. just like, I was like, I just need to focus on my relationship with the Lord. For real. And, <laughs> For real. But David totally caught my eye. I was like, oh, hey. Okay, beard. <laughs> okay, beard and glasses. I hear your laugh from across the room. <laughs> yes, his very distinctive and adorable laugh and charming personality. Um, but we would just be in the same groups at our young adults group, and we would um, all go to like Applebee's for mm, half off apps yes, or B dubs. Yes, and just half hang off. out in groups, and we got to know each yeah. other. And um, we, after young adults, one time, this was like after I was done. Um, with my year off of dating, Mm -hmm. David asked me to dance in the parking lot. He's like, do you want to dance? I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. Why not? (laughs) So he asked me to dance. And while we were dancing, it was to Hoser. And (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh. I know. So 2014. (laughs) Oh yeah. Totally. There were things I did that I was like, looking back, I was like, why did she ever say yes to that? Because uh, there was a guy at Young Adults doing the same moves. I'd be like, bro, you better check yourself and commit to that girl before you start dancing with her. <laughs> but for some reason, it just, I was just, I think I was so used to being friends with you because it was like a year of just really friendship. Yeah. Friends. Yeah. 
Yeah, in groups. Like we weren't alone. We were just in groups together. Just <laughs> it was it was the best way to get to know somebody. So you just like but on your phone dance. and ho- and ho- to hoser in the parking lot. Yeah, dancing. Yep. Was in it the a slow lot. dance or was it like fun dance? It was like a slow dance. Oh, like just so sweet. but we weren't like close. We right. were like the awkward stage of like, oh, okay, this is like room for Jesus. Oh, a lot of room for Jesus. <laughs> there's actually a picture Two of Jesuses. us. Side note: There's like actually a picture of us um at a wedding at david's brother's wedding and we're literally like, like it's like this it was so funny <laughs> we were so far apart <laughs> it was like so we're like a uh, sparkling gems book one and two <laughs> between us <laughs> <laughs> you're done it was great i still yeah. need one of those i still need a sparkling gems book we got I, you mm. yeah i Dave's got you okay. no sweater but a book I'll no sweater book. but book. no i'll take it i'll take it so we're in the parking lot dancing and David's about to go to Washington state to visit his brother who was in the military. Isaac. Isaac. Yep. And David goes, Hey, I'm going to get back in like a week. Um, next Friday. Do you want to go to water street coffee with me in Kalamazoo and this place called Zingo's? I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love that yep. you had a plan and you laid it out for her. Oh, yeah. Like very intentional, very, she doesn't know where she's at with you. She knows. Yeah. Or she doesn't, she's not like left, not like knowing. Yeah. It was very intentional. Intentional. Yes. And then like 10 minutes, I was like, yeah, absolutely. So like maybe 10 minutes go by. He goes, Hey, by the way, next Friday, that's a date. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, he's like, just so uh, you know, very adamant not to be put in the friend zone here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so we dated for like, I don't know, eight months. Mm -hmm. Looking back, I was like, whoa, we dated for a long time. <laughs> but And then he proposed, mm-hmm. and we got married in May. Wow. May 2016. Whew. So we started dating in 2015. My eighth grade then, year. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you were so young. Oh, eighth grade year, Caleb. If I, I would have been in ninth grade, you could have. then I could have came. Sorry. Yeah. No, I remember teaching next level and you being in my next level class. Oh, me and too, And you were Summer. literally taking these giant bean bags and plundering kids with them and then jumping on top of them. Plundering? I was like, Caleb, stop that. Oh, yes. Right now. <laughs> yeah, you you kind of scared me, but then oh, good. it was like so much fun like messing with you too. Oh. I literally... You ha- messed with me so much. I was like, that Caleb McCarthy kid. That's when you were full blonde. Oh, I was so... That was a mistake. <laughs> everybody has those days yes i literally so. looked in my camera roll the other day and i came across a video um of you and next level i'll insert oh it gosh. now a jock a jack <laughs> <laughs> say a jock okay anyway say a jock one more time no i already said it. you trying to say jog go for a jog you were saying oh go for a jog my Michigan accent. You're like, you're like jog. And I was like, say jog. And me, and, it was me laughing in my literally like 10 year old voice with this other kid. And you were like, I, it's jog. It's jog. But it's so funny. I'll show you after the viewers oh, already saw it. So funny. David. Oh, so oh I'm going to say one more thing yeah, about please, David. Please, um, please. On our first date, he goes, okay, we're going to set some boundaries. I was like, whoa. Whew, okay. Did I do something wrong? No, no, no. I was so appreciative of it. It just felt so intentional and pursuant. Yes. Um, But he was like, uh, yeah, we're going to set some boundaries. Um, No. (laughs) What did you say? No butt touching. (laughs) 
You just gotta get. <laughs> sorry, you have to be specific. No butt touching. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Can I say we that on here? Bump, bump into each other. Yeah. No, oh, none of that. Oh. No sex. What was? Then it was like, well, what does that mean? So I was like, no, this, this, or this. <laughs> I did not ask. No, what does that no, mean? No, I think I just like expanded. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's what I mean. What does that mean? Saying, like, you go, you set these boundaries, and you go like. Oh, hey, we're not going to have sex. And like that just doesn't mean the same thing to right. everybody. Right. And instead of leaving her thinking, well, what does David mean by that? I was like, when I right. say this, I mean this. It's this, not and like this. up to the boundary. It's like anything related. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I felt very protected. My heart was protected. Oh, and yes. Yeah. Anyway. Intentional. intentional. Very intentional. I love very that. respectful. Mm-hmm. It's a good man. Anybody listening, if you are looking to pursue a relationship, um, and you're a man, uh, literally like 70% of the, my viewers are men. Wow. And I was, I was surprised. I thought it was going to be girls more than guys, but be intentional, set those boundaries, set learn boundaries. from David learn from set you know, boundaries, and yes. be clear with girls because they don't like not knowing where they stand, you know, because define the relationship, define the relationship. Seriously. That is so important. Um, Summer gave her a little backstory about how y'all came together. I want to hear your little What's your so I, I like none summer, of that happened. None of that um, happened. No, summer. I thought summer was like super, super cute. I would, I would literally, I was going to KCC at the time, our community college, and I would be parked on one side and I would literally like, I had a class next to her office. Like she was, uh, worked in the front office and I would walk purposely back or like in, I would walk by her office to say hi, just to wave. I'd walk by, wave, and I would literally do that. And then sometimes I'd walk in, say hi, and then I would take the long way all the way back to my car because I didn't want her to see me walk and then walk back. Yeah. So I literally was like, she was just so happy. I was just like, ah, I just love seeing her smile. And so I invited her to my brother's wedding as my plus one, but not Mm, my date. (laughs) Because it was like my brother was like friends with all my friends. But then he went off to basic when he got back and was like going to get married. Summer was here. So he didn't know Summer. So I was like, oh, Summer, all your friends are going to be there. You can just join the group. And I'm in the bridal party. So I'm not going to, you're not even like sitting with me. It's not a date, all that. You can sit with her friends. And that was just like, Summer was just so much fun. So I got to know her and she was, uh, she was like, hey, I'm not dating anybody like I'm just taking a break from dating mm-hmm. and I remember just being like I will wait out Jesus <laughs> like I will <laughs> I, I will outlast the friend zone and I saw every guy I knew would try and ask her out and this like once they pretty much once they got shut down they just left they moved on to the next girl hmm. and I was like nope I'm, I'm just waiting yep. <laughs> I was like I can outlast played the long game here and I remember just um uh, we would just hang out all the time mm-hmm. and it was just so fun to just hang out with Summer. She was so positive, but there was also boundaries I had to set with myself being like, man, she is just so cute. And if she's not dating anyone or if she's taking a break from dating, right. I got to just make sure I don't right. get a soul tie. Cause I'm like, she's just yeah. super cute. And I, I like too, that you formed a friendship before anything. Oh yeah. And that you had a foundation of just such good friendship. And then when summer was ready, then you were intentional. Oh, and, and I, you, 
You were like, and then I took my opportunity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Believe no, me. When I asked her out, Put a ring I on was it. like, either I'm going to go visit Isaac and have something to celebrate with him about, or I'm going to go see Isaac and be like, I just got shot down with my dream girl, <laughs> and me, he can console me. <laughs> Someone's but, like, oh, yeah. But it was funny. Our first, We'd always have this inside joke, and it was always uh, add it to the list. Because there's lots of stuff I didn't do that she's done, and there's stuff that neither of us has done. And so it'd be like skydiving. Oh, you've never been skydiving either. Oh, add it to the list. Have you been skydiving? No, I haven't. But it's, it's on our list. list. The proverbial like list. A, it wasn't well, it was a first, yeah, it was like a joke, word. almost like a, oh, add that to the list. Yes. Well, on our first date, I bought a book. I bought this like little notebook for school, and I called it the list. And I wrote down as many things as I remember us talking about. And then our first date was we got food, <gasps> we got coffee, and then we just played cards and then added stuff to the list that we talked about. And then how I proposed was in the back of the list. I wrote, get married and get engaged. And I was like, she Oh, I added something to, to the back of the list. <gasps> and then she opened the list. And when she like looked up, I was on one knee. Oh my And gosh. that's how I did it. <laughs> and so, so, sorry. So, so, so I was not <laughs> expecting, like I was ex- anticipating that we were going to get married but I was not expecting in that moment that he was going to propose. And so I look at it. I look up. He asks me. I go, yes. Wait, what? <laughs> and that felt like the, it felt like yes. a 10 minute pause. I was like. <laughs> what? <laughs> also, I told you. Were you just the- shocked? I was just shocked. I just, I, it, was, it was happening so fast. I was like, I need to process that. Wait, what is happening right now? I mean, I was so excited uh-huh. and I wasn't like, but it was like utter shock. Yeah. It was not like a doubt. It was just like a, wait, what's happening? Is this happening? Is this real? Yes. <laughs> Which I was like, I, people ask her like, oh, did you know he was going to propose? And she's like, oh no, I didn't see it coming. I was like, I took you to see Christmas lights during the day. I was so nervous. I was like, Summer, do you want to go downtown Bow Creek and see the Christmas lights? I'm not even grasping what time it is after whatever we were doing and we literally get there and I'm like, it is daylight out and we are, we're walking around like this and I'm like, Hey, does she not have an, I know. I was like, uh, you should sit down real quick. (laughs) Surprises are the best. I was here for it. It was the best. Oh my gosh. Love that. Literally Christmas lights during the day. Oh, it was the best. We, one of the best times my dad knew my dad keeps saying, he's like, I knew you were going to marry summer. Because we went to a wedding together. So mm-hmm. I invited her to another wedding. I was like, hey, you leave my plus one at this wedding in Grand Rapids. And <laughs> I was like, and she's like, is it a date? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Looking back, that was totally a date. And if anybody asks us now, it's totally a date. <laughs> oh, uh, so just to like hang out was, yeah, by the wedding in Grand Rapids. Where if there was like a young adult's like somebody at young adults group and they were like, yeah, I'm going to this wedding just with this guy and we're driving to Grand Rapids, but it's totally not a date. I'd be like, yeah, girl, that's a date. That is totally a date. (laughs) But our literally our faces like hurt from smiling. We laughed so much on that trip and we had, we like so many memories were made just driving to Grand Rapids Talking, and going to this way. Yeah, 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 just talking. Just uh, car ride talks. Oh, talks. And literally, oh I came gosh. home at like, I think we got home. We got home kind of late because it was a late wedding. And my dad was just like, You look happy. And I was, I was like, What? what? <laughs> and he was like, Who'd you hang out with? <laughs> but summer. Yeah. So that was the summer, was the. 
I just thought she was the just coolest person. And it was funny because like all the stuff it, we always joke that I'm like, there was a time in my life that I was really emo and I was listening to emo music and she was listening to all the same music. I was like, Oh, emo David would have dated you. It was funny. We just always talk about like our interests and what uh-huh. we liked growing up. And we're like, if we met any time in life, we would have thought each other were the coolest people. Oh my god! That's all a picture of like summer in high school. I'm like emo David would have thought you were super cute. <laughs> but it was good. We met when we were as healthy as we were. <laughs> Yes. Just regarding for after, after the Lord had worked on both of our hearts. Yeah, emo David was not ready for summer. <laughs> High school summer was not ready for David. Speaking of the Lord working on your hearts, how do you feel like, you know, married marriage has like changed your relationship with Jesus? Because I assume you guys are believers, um, you know, in Jesus. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. just with our talk, you know, oh, got yeah. getting to know you, um, in this conversation. Um, no, but like before getting married and then married, like how have you viewed God? How has it kind of changed your view of God? And like, what have you really like learned or like grasped onto with like your relationship with Jesus that like maybe you didn't when you were single or maybe just in the dating phase before stepping into marriage? Sorry, that was really long, but yeah, no, I get, I get that. Do you want to go first? No, I would, I would say like, it makes you just, you got to just, own your relationship more because now right. like for me it's like okay now it's not just me deciding like oh do I want to go deeper in a relationship it's like oh what type of like dad do I want to be what type right. of husband do I want to be right. and it kind of makes you realize like the not the weight of it but like how important it is right. like there's a new like level of like oh I need to really understand grace because now I'm like living with someone and if I don't know grace from God I can't give grace Amen. To summer. Yep. And we just like, I would say like one of the best, one of the things we hear the most as a couple from like our mentors and like people that we look up to is like, oh, you guys just communicate and you work together really well. And I, I, I think it's just because we've just been so dedicated to like mm. making pretty much it's like you see people that put like their relationship in the center of things. And like, then you're like, if summer's not happy, I'm not happy. Right. And if I'm not happy, summer's not, it's kind of this like dependency. And when you make, I remember pastor Justin telling us like, make God the center and you'll both drift closer. And I would yes. say that's been the best thing is the closer I get to God, the more like we're just, I would say like just madly in love each year. I would say this each year of marriage has gotten better, but also I think it's because each year I've gotten closer and deeper with my relationship with God. And I think that's more the result of us getting closer. It's almost like mm, you get closer mm-hmm, with God right. and all your relationships are just going to get better. Exactly. Because he's your main relationship. Yeah. Amen. How about you? Yeah, that's Top such a, that. it's a, <laughs> it's such a good question. And there's so many thoughts that I have, but the first thing that came to my mind was selfishness. Mm. And mm. it's a lot of the things that we have, adapted to or changed through our marriage started before we were married. So Mm. if there was something that we were struggling with before marriage, something that I realized is it doesn't get solved when you're married. It, it's like a little bit of a pressure cooker. Yep, yep. Uh, Pastor Justin would tell us this in Ooh, our such a good pre-marriage. Analogy. Yeah. It's like marriage is a pressure cooker. It only magnifies the, enemy, the problems that you haven't dealt with. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, but it also the problem or the, the growth that you've experienced and the um, 
the freedom that you experience is also magnified. Mm. So, wow. But I think selfishness for sure, because I want things like I want um, my way Mm -hmm. and I want to be right. And like just that pride. And there's so many times where I've had to be teachable and go, that does not matter compared to our relationship. Right. And just putting the relationship first and going, the way that we communicate and the way that we partner together is more important than me saying, oh yeah, I was right about that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I think just going... I'm going to lay myself down. I'm going to, um, I'm going to focus on the relationship and not the problem, I guess. No, I like that. I remember, uh, one of my friends, Josh gave me this marriage advice and it was like, it really just changed like with the pride, like not being prideful or like being selfless is he said, so many guys will be like, I would die for my wife. And I would like jump from a bullet. And he was like, would you though? Because you complain about, taking out the Ooh, trash. Yeah, wow. And if you can't take the trash out because your wife wants you to every day, what, like, why do you think you're going to do something beyond that? He's like, yeah, if you get jump, if you die for your family, you're, you're You know where you're going. You're taking the easy way out. He's like, you're going to heaven. Cool. He's like the real sacrifice is when you're not feeling it, having a, like a heart to heart with your wife, when you're just like, I don't want to have a deep conversation or I'm tired of taking out the trash every day. He's like, when you can do that, that's selflessness. Just, Dang. and so that just made me go, Oh shoot. Yeah. That's, that's where the real work is, is like the, am I willing to take the trash out every day? Like wow. without being told, even though I hate it or like whatever that like thing is where like there'll be times that summer it's like, Hey, can we talk about something? And I'm just like literally about to fall asleep or like, not like I'm just so tired yeah, right. from a long day that I'm just like, no, this is where, like, this is where relationships are built. It's yep. like when you don't like try and escape, but you just lean into it. Yeah. And it's paid off. It's Truth like, we're bomb. Like, it's yeah. just so. It's all right. <laughs> 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 Turn the cameras on. <laughs> Brought to you by commercial break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely. Oh my gosh. Truth bombs, guys. That is going to literally like reach so many people in amazing ways. Just like. Wow. That wisdom. It really goes like just looking at your relationship. Just so much wisdom. So much to take from and like reflect on like holy crap um i think part sorry one one more thing please interrupt at any time you know thank you um but i think something that has been such such a success is that we've surrounded ourselves with people that are wiser than us and can pour into our marriage Mm -hmm. and that's been so helpful because when we do have something that's challenging we have people that are pouring into us um that are where we want to be mm-hmm and we just have gained that wisdom. So, and anyway. I know, I know that me and Summer were going to do a dating podcast, but I think it'd be cool to tie in a, a little bit in this one because you just came out fresh from a sermon called, what was your sermon called at Impact? Find Your David. No way, really? Unofficially, it was Find Your David. I don't think I actually gave it another <laughs> name. Sorry, I just that was uh that was actually Pastor Justin's idea. So I'm totally. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Um, Not not my David, but (laughs) (laughs) that was uh, that's a good title. Find your David. It's pretty awesome. Um, so since I I have um the president, the CEO of 
all things dating with us in the studio. Um, it's not true. You too, David. You too, David. Um, we do have just a kidding. great marriage, though. Just so. kidding. Are you looking at that camera or that camera? I was looking that. at David. Oh, oh I haven't even looked up there. Um, I, I think I'm more looking at that camera. That camera or that camera? Or like that camera? This way. <gasps> Scooches them, smashes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tips them. <laughs> Star of the show. No. Star of the <laughs> Um, come back, come back. So with your dating series, I kind of wanted to ask both of you, um, just from like how you talked about dating well and things that go into dating, not only do I want to get your perspective, but I want to ask David this too, but with those who maybe are whatever in the friend zone or like in a relationship, like in the beginning, or maybe just haven't even taken a step towards a relationship, you know, wherever they are at, what would your encouragement be to them to date well, to start their relationship well so that, you know, they don't, they're not susceptible to the enemy schemes or the things of this world to draw them away. Because in the reel that I saw from your message, you talked about, um, People are so susceptible when to get drawn away from God when they are not dating somebody who is growing their faith as well. And so whatever, I mean, I'm going to open up the floor for whatever you want to touch on with that, but what does it look like to date well and maybe end a dating relationship mm. well? Or just anything you have to speak about that to start it or end it or anything in between to just honor the person while dating them. Yeah, well, to quote our pastors, <laughs> um, the purpose of dating is to glorify God. Amen. So anything in that dating relationship, I think if you just ask yourself, is this glorifying God? That's a great question mm-hmm. to ask. Um, and if if it's not, then you have the choice to do something about that. Right. Um, yeah. Um, I w- another thing that I would say is like character attracts like character. So, uh, so focus first on yourself and focus on the type of person that you want to be married to. Right. So, and become that person. Mm -hmm. So looking back at glorifying Mm -hmm. God in that relationship, allowing God to focus in on your character Mm -hmm. and make you more Christ-like. Right. And, um, so becoming more humble and more teachable mm. and continuing to let God work on your heart right. and soften your heart. Because it's that. not about finding the right person. It's about becoming the right person Correct. so that <clears throat> your relationship first and foremost can be good with God before you try and enter into another relationship, you know? Yeah. And the only way that you can pour out love to another person is if you've received that love right. from God. He's the creator of love and relationships. So if yep. you have a relationship with him and you are loved by him, that's the only way that you can truly pour love back out. Right. Wow. Yeah. Amen. I would say, so like this is from the guy's perspective. So this might, yeah, I would say if you're a girl, like translate of like, this is the things to be aware of, defend, maybe not defense against, but like red flags. Right. Of like, I would say how to start a relationship, how to maintain a relationship, how to end one. Yeah. You start it by just setting boundaries and just being upfront. Like I don't leave any room for like 
someone to fill in the blanks. Right. So like I would just, that's why I was like, this is a date. And I was like, I'm not dating other people. Like just, I was like, I'm expecting you to be, this is exclusive. Right. This is the purpose of it. I was like, I'm dating to see if we're going to get married. So I'm not going to date you for more than a year. Right. And I just was like, that was what it was. It was like, if a year we Clear. don't know we want to get married, we kind of know that we don't want to get married then. Mm-hmm. And so just saying clear boundaries, the, in the midst of dating, I like, I, I was, there was smooth things I did, but I saved all my romance and emotions for marriage. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's like, you get that when this is a commitment. So like, I was not buying flowers every day. There was like things I would buy at like summer of Snickers because it was our favorite candy bar and yeah. like Arizona tea. But like, like the pursue, the, the pursue, pursue, I would like pursue her to show like, hey, I'm a good guy with good character. But I was like, when she was like, oh, how's your day? I was like, oh, it was good. But I was like, I'm not going to tell you all my emotions mm. of my day. That's for my guy friends because that's like we're committed. Like, if I do that with Summer and we're just dating, now there's a soul tie. She's taking on my burden. That I was like, that's wow. my wife's job. My wife's job is taking my prayer requests. Whoa. So we didn't pray together. I was very like adamant yeah. about like we're not praying together because that's very intimate. I pray with like, like how do you like you do something that's meant to be like for couples? Like that's what I'm thinking. I'm like the Don't guys do things that married people do when you're well, dating. And that's yeah. And even like the friendships I have with guys are like strong. They're like intimate in the way of like, man, my guys in when I was like in college, like knew my struggles. Yes. But that's what they're there for. You do that with someone that you're trying to pursue. You're going to just have sex. Like you're getting like that emotional. So I was like, I'm going to guard Summer's heart physically, but Mm -hmm. emotionally and also try and guard mine. So there was like, I would say like in the midst of it, say like marriage is where the race starts. Like that's like when you go, okay, you're married marriage like year number 50 like you better start still buying flowers and stuff and so that's and then ending it uh is just being respectful and just being clear and being like hey when you break up it doesn't mean someone failed doesn't mean someone's bad it just means like i remember my dad saying when you break up with someone it was a success dating was still a success because you found out you weren't supposed to get married Mm. the worst is Mm -hmm. you ignore it you get married and then you just go what did i do and you're like, now you got to work through it. So it's like, just because you break up doesn't mean someone failed. Right. It just means, mm-hmm. hey, that's, that's why we dated. And do you think too, like the reason some people's breakups are so devastational or is because maybe they didn't guard their heart well or mm-hmm. other people's hearts Yeah. because, you know, they didn't really set those boundaries or they didn't have you know, non-discussable topics or, you know what I mean? Like there are certain things that I talk about with my guy friends and close people, but not things with you because we're not married, you know? Yeah. And it's tough not to like, it's, it is, it's yeah. feelings are going to get hurt. Like right. someone doesn't want the relationship to end right. really. Is it mutual? And right. it's tough because people are immature. Like I was immature during my first breakup and people got hurt because I was just immature Right. and you can't avoid it, but yeah. 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 And there's, it's, it's a fuzzy line, right? Like the Bible the clearest direction that the Bible has on dating is don't date someone who's not a Christian. Right. So that kind of tied into one of my questions, which was like, what are some qualities that you want to look for? Yeah. So like, that's the clearest direction is don't date somebody that's not a Christian. Don't, um, don't partner yourself or yoke yourself with someone who's not a believer. Cause it's going to, it's going to, it's easier to drift away. Yeah. Um, so everything else is a little fuzzier. You know, the Bible talks about guarding your heart and, um, you know, protecting your heart. Above so it's, else. yeah, yep. yeah. 
I love that. Um, I think too, as we kind of come to a close, if say there's, I mean, there's a, probably a lot of people out watching this podcast who are single and it's very easy when you're single to, for the enemy to work and distort your mind and think that you need a person to be happy. Mm. You need a relationship in order to be successful or be closer to God, whatever it may be. What are some lies that you want to speak into those people who are single, um, that you can just kind of tear down and speak truth into? And yeah, I think I'll, the first lie that comes to my mind is you're disqualified if you're not married. And I think through marriage, mm-hmm. we, um, your gifts and my gifts together definitely are complement of, yeah, they're yeah. complementary, And, um, we, I'm very thankful for our marriage. And I think we, um, you know, we complement each other and we're able to work together right. and mm-hmm. um, create more things, but, or different things. Yeah. Um, but you're not, I think a lie that I struggled with was I'm disqualified until I am married. Mm. I'm disqualified for anything that I'm doing in ministry. I'm disqualified for anything that I'm doing in work Mm. or in, you know, in the next phase of my life, I'm disqualified until I get married. And I really struggled with that until God really spoke into my life that, um, he's the one that qualifies me, not anything else. So I get my identity first from my, my God, from God, mm-hmm. my father, the Lord, not from my husband or my best friends. Yep. Um, so I think just going back to who are you? You're a child of God first. Yeah. And he equips those who he calls and he, he gives you your purpose. Mm-hmm. So good. I would say like, I would just agree with all of that. I think a big one is thinking that when you get married, it solves something. Right. I think I've like seen that where it's like, someone's like, oh, I just want to get married. Cause then this is going to be easier or like, it's going to solve a problem. But the problems you have when you're single, just go right into problems that you have when you get married. Like you, exactly. it's, yep. it's not like, I'm like, oh, I feel lonely. I'm going to get married. Like yeah. that you're still going to feel alone. That insecurity that you're not feeling like you're not finding it's like the, it magnifies, like you're not I, finding your companionship in Christ. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's tough. I like being single is tough at times, but being married is tough at times. Mm-hmm. Like it's, everything's tough. And I would just say like, just enjoy the season that you're in. Like yeah. I think the, the contentment, the contentment, I, the amount of times I've had to just find contentment in just any situation, whether it's like my career, whether it's like when I was single, just finding contentment and enjoying it knowing mm-hmm. there's always going to be pros and cons to everything. Like God has you where you're at, focus on like focus on yourself. But yeah, to believe you're missing something, mm. something's wrong. Right. Like I would just say that's like the biggest lie. Yeah. That you're missing out or something. Right. And I think along with that, when you're, when you feel that lie that you're disqualified or that you are insert, whatever that lie is that you're feeling, and it can be different in any season that you're in if Mm -hmm. you're single. Um, but I think something that we can entertain is settling, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. settling for, you know, a friendship or settling for, you know, whatever you're settling for. And it's like, don't settle (laughs) because I'm so glad that I didn't settle. Um, I had, a lot of opportunities to settle and I'm just, God had something more. Right. So Mm -hmm. would you guys view singleness as a gift? 
Yeah. Okay. Like, I will. Like, this, this is really tough because <laughs> I think it's it's like hard to when you're married to say like because you'll hear some people go like, oh, I'm I remember being single. Or, like, oh, there's pros to being single. And I think it's tough because it's like it makes you sound like marriage is bad, right? Like all ball and chain. Like, it is a gift because like I'm like there are times that I'm like, well, I want to make sure Summer's happy. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure Summer's taken care of. And sometimes that comes at the cost or distraction of my quiet time. Mm, okay. And so it is like, it does like the Bible just straight up says like, blessed are those with the gift of singleness mm-hmm. because your heart's not divided. Like my yeah. heart is just straight up says it's divided. That was the commitment I made. And that's why I knew I was getting into. There was opportunities that I sacrificed right. because I was like, yeah, I'm now joined with summer. I can't just pick up and move mm-hmm. like that's something, but also serving the church. I'm like, well, if I serve the church with all my heart, Summer's now at home alone, right? One, not feeling pursued, and so like that is what it is. But the Bible also says, if you have, <laughs> like, if don't let yourselves burn for passion for each other, like get married. Like, if, <laughs> I think when people go like, how do I know if I'm like supposed to be single or not? I was like, well, do you? want to sleep with that person right. <laughs> like yeah you're just kind of like or do I you like, have that self-control yeah i'm like i i want to be married to summer because like i'm attracted to summer right and that that was how i knew well i'm not made for singleness like that's what the bible says yeah, like the desire to be married yeah, yeah. desire right. to be married and so like i would say that's but it is a get like you can help a lot of people being single like mm-hmm. i would say like, what do you say i i would say i think going back to what you were just saying a moment mm-hmm. ago about whatever season you're in Mm. that's the season you're in. So if you're in a a season of singleness, that season is a gift. If you're in a season of marriage, that season is a gift. So finding the, finding where God is in that season and where he's calling you to be in that season. That's a gift. (laughs) No, that is exactly, that's what you're saying. Yeah. But that is um, so important to look for him in every single day and every single season mm -hmm. because he is there and he's, Oh my gosh, that's so good. And where do you, Lord, where do you want me? Yeah. Where are you calling me to be? Um, if he's calling you to be single for a season, that, that was a difficult season for me Mm -hmm. to be single, but he worked a lot of junk out of my heart in that season. Yep. Um, that was a gift. Yeah. This next season is a gift. Amen. So, yeah, that's good. Guys, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, is there is there anything that we didn't talk about that you wanted to cover? No, okay. I think we covered everything. everything. It was, Caleb, you're great. Thanks for having us. Oh my gosh, you guys are greater. To, I love you guys. Way to just do it. Oh my gosh, guys, wasn't that such a good podcast with David and Summer? I fully received for myself out of that conversation more than anything. And like I say, every single podcast I do isn't just to put out for other people, but it really does fill my soul too as well. If you guys enjoyed that episode today, go ahead and leave a rate or review. You can now do that on Spotify and find me on Instagram at it's Kale McCarthy or YouTube at Kale McCarthy. If you don't have Spotify to watch the video, Other than that, guys, you have a great rest of your Monday or Tuesday or whatever day you are listening and stay blessed. Bye, guys.